Welcome to J Voices, the Asheville JCC podcast dedicated to maintaining connectivity and community during the coronavirus outbreak. Over the coming days and weeks, you will be able to tune in and hear familiar and beloved voices, find out what local organizations are doing in response to the virus, how you can stay connected, and how you can help. Today is Tuesday, April 14th. Many of us are now celebrating a Passover that is very different to those we grew up with. In this episode, we will check in with members of the JCC community to learn about the changes that were made to make sure this year's Seders continue to be opportunities for connection, blessing, and storytelling. Michael Rowland from the JCC Association of America will share his story of Passover during COVID-19 and we'll listen to music recorded by Penny White. We'll also hear from JCC member Bob Deutsch about local Yom HaShoah opportunities that will begin next week. Thank you for listening. Now we'll hear from Michael Rowland, marketing consultant for the JCC Association of America. Michael will share with us his story of Passover 2020 and the unique opportunities and challenges that technology brought to his Seder table this year. Here's Michael. It may feel like the world has stopped, but life goes on. There must have been over a million virtual Seders around the globe last week as families shared stories and songs over video. At certain times of the day, the internet was creaking under the strain of it all. One of the great ironies of celebrating Passover during lockdown this year was that I could now attend all the Seders that I'd normally miss because they're in different countries and different time zones. The day of the Seder began at 10.30am on Zoom with my Israeli family before moving to England and then to the US so that by the time of our own Seder in New York I had technically reached my 32nd glass of wine. Alright, grape juice. It was another reminder that despite everything associated with COVID-19 we can get quite a lot done. Even as we are confined We can celebrate together and observe rituals with the same passion we always did. We can also be generous together. Some say that the crisis has made the internet a more pleasant space these days, less vitriolic and more positive. So many creative videos have been posted bringing out humanity's good side for the enjoyment of all. There may be a few more weeks of closures, but if the last month is anything to go by, they won't be quiet for JCCs. So much to do now, and to plan for when the all-clear is announced. So, let's appreciate Passover while it's still here. Chag Pesach Sameach. Thanks so much, Michael. Next, let's go to Safta Joe. Safta has been a substitute teacher at Shalom Children's Center for more than eight years. Hi, Safta. How are you? Shalom, Belle. Thank you so much for inviting me to participate in this program. I'm doing fine considering the circumstances. What was your Passover like this year? I celebrated Seder this year with my family, which was wonderful. 
I have a daughter, Andrea, son-in-law, and two granddaughters here in Asheville. And I have a daughter, son-in-law, and two grandchildren in Miami. And we were all able to celebrate together, also with two other family members who live in Asheville. So we were a total of 12. It was a unique experience. I won't dwell on the downside because there wasn't really. We were able to celebrate together. Granted, we were in four different households, each household with its own Seder table, its own Seder plate, Elijah's cup, a Fikoman, etc. Also, we each had a different Haggadah, so it was a bit challenging to make sure that uh, everyone was following at the same pace and on the same page. But still, that, that didn't deflect from the enjoyment considering the situation. Had we not had the ability for virtual connectivity, each of us would be celebrating alone. Each household would be doing their own thing, but this enabled us to have the connectivity and the sense of togetherness that we wouldn't have had otherwise. This year, Manishtana was different because we were able to include everyone. And it was such a joy to see my grandchildren asking the four questions, looking for the afikoman. So that component made it all the more special. Definitely the physical togetherness adds something. Uh, whichever way it's done, the human component is the most important. Thank you, Safta. I completely agree with you. While we can't replace the togetherness that comes from physically sharing space with others, it's good to know that, that you were able to have this this important and lovely experience with your family anyway. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Next, we'll hear from Jerry Garfinkel about her new role as the Jewish Lifelong Engagement Director at the JCC, and we'll listen to her Passover experience this year. Hi, Jerry. Thank you for joining us. Hi, Belle. It's so great to be here. Before we talk about your Passover this year, can you tell us just a little bit about your new role at the JCC? Oh, I'm so excited to join the J. Both my kids went to Shalom when they were little, and my son has worked there the past two summers. So I'm excited to be collaborating with people to build on the Judaic components of so many programs. I'll be working with TAG, of course, but also Shalom and JCC Kids. And I'm hoping to grow programming in other areas like PJ Library, LGBTQIA, and Yaja. And right now, the J is partnering with the Center for Jewish Studies, CJJ, the synagogue, and the temple on some virtual programming. But once the danger is passed, I'm hoping to develop some great 
programmings for when we can all be together. Thank you. We're so glad to have you with us at the JCC. So you celebrated Pesach with your family. Can you tell me a bit about your experience this year? The second night was our social distancing Seder with our daughter who is currently under self-quarantine. Our two tables were eight or ten feet apart. Um, She's in self-quarantine because she just got back from New York City. We didn't touch anything that she touched but we managed to have a more traditional Seder, just the four of us. We were on our neighbor's porch with these two tables, and of course it was windy and kind of chilly, so the biggest challenge there was food. But that's what crockpots and insulated bags are for, for keeping hot food hot. So we managed, and it was wonderful to be together instead of being in North Carolina and New York and Israel. But mostly I hope that next year we'll be able to have people in our house for Seder because Passover's a specifically home-based observance. Who knows, maybe we won't feel as limited to only inviting folks who are nearby. Maybe it will be an opportunity for us to share Seders with people across the states or around the world. We have relatives in Japan Maybe they'll be able to join us remotely next year. We'll have to think about it. Thanks so much for sharing your experience with us. I look forward to hearing more from you about upcoming lifelong engagement programs. Oh, Belle, it's been such an honor. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Next, we'll hear from JCC member Molly Mesabov. How are you doing, Molly? Thank you so much for joining us. Hi, Belle. Thanks so much for having me on your podcast. We're all doing really well over here. Uh, The four kids in virtual school and my husband and I both still working at the hospital. We're just trying to navigate it and do the best we can. There are days that are pretty difficult, but we are enjoying the days that we're all home together very much in the slow pace of life. We did celebrate Passover this year, just as we always would, just minus a lot of people. We have had 30 plus people come to our home for the past four years here in Asheville from New York and Florida and um, Vermont to celebrate with us. They are our uh, immediate family on my husband's side. So it was pretty upsetting when we heard that had to be canceled. My young girls especially were devastated. So I promised that we would still celebrate Passover as traditionally as possible. We ended up having um, both seders. The first, we Zoomed, and we did the virtual experience with all of our family. And the second night, we had a more traditional seder in the home with just our family, but we did tune in to our temple here in Asheville, Beth HaTefila's Zoom Seder. And then we also finished our evening with Penny White's Passover songs that are on YouTube. So we did have a large virtual component. We did not find that the virtual component really detracted at all from the connectivity. And in fact, we felt that we got to see family members that we had not really ever been able to see for Passover before for 
a plethora of different reasons. Um, but this year, we felt we were really able to engage with everyone. Of course, would have been nice to hug some of them and to be really up close and in person. But no, we really enjoyed our um, Zoom Passover. And then we've never had the experience of connecting with our temple family um, on Passover either. So it was really lovely. One of the biggest things that has helped us stay connected, aside from even just Passover, is the wonderful um, different services and musical gatherings and things that have been offered virtually. So we just feel really blessed to have those connections while we're all staying safe at home to the best of our ability. Thanks again and have a great night. Let's now listen to a song recorded by Penny White. Penny's music is an important part of our JCC community, and her recordings have been a part of many Passover celebrations this year. This is Penny singing Eliyahu Hanabi. Eliyahu Hanavi Eliyahu Hatishbi so much penny that was just beautiful next we'll hear from jcc donor and supporter bob deutsch with information about upcoming yam hashoah programs hi bob thanks for joining the podcast um can you tell us a bit about yam hashoah and why it's important thank you for having me bell i'd like to wish everyone a very happy pesach and compliment the jcc on holding these podcasts during this crazy time Yom HaShoah is Hebrew for Holocaust Remembrance Day, which was established for the Jewish people by the Israeli Knesset in 1953 as an official day to acknowledge the tragic events of the Holocaust and to mourn the six million Jews who perished during that horrible time. In Israel, it's a very solemn day. Sirens are blown on the evening when Yom HaShoah begins and at 11 o'clock on the next morning. Everything in the country stops while the sirens are blown. Around the world, Jewish communities hold services to commemorate the Holocaust, including candle lighting, stories from survivors, and a community Kaddish prayer to mourn those who died, many of whom do not have descendants to say Kaddish for them. So this year, because of the virtual situation where everybody's quarantined, the Yom HaShoah Events are going to be spread out over three days, starting April the 19th, Sunday, 
and speaker, Judy Marks from Atlanta, who's been a good friend of mine for many years. She is the daughter of a Holocaust survivor who passed away after he wrote his memoir about being in Berlin as a child during World War II. Judy will be uh, sharing excerpts from her father's memoir. Then uh, going on April the 20th is the actual Yom HaShoah community commemoration honoring Walter Ziffer, who is our community treasurer here uh, and a Holocaust survivor. At that service, there's going to be music, prayers, and a uh, candle lighting, and then we'll have the opportunity to say Kaddish for those who uh, died of the Holocaust. And then... On the Wednesday through Friday, 22nd through 24th, is a film that is being sponsored by the Jewish Studies Center over at UNCA called Saul and Ruby's Holocaust Survivor Band. Uh, the first 75 registrants are, uh, are free, and then after that, it's the regular price of $6. Thank you, Bob. All of the virtual Yom HaShoah events that Bob mentioned, along with registration links, can be found on the JCC online calendar at jcc-ashville.org. Thank you for listening.